Being a dad is the most important role a man will ever have. You might be a father to your own children. You might be a father to children that are not biologically yours. You might be a father figure for children without a father. But no matter what you are, you are the earthly father they look up to. Hello, I'm Adam, and this is the Dad, God, and Donuts podcast. So I'm recording today on Mother's Day, and all the mothers out there, thank you so much. I can't imagine childbirth or having a child grow inside of me, and it's just it's just an amazing, amazing thing to me to um, to think of the the phenomena of birthing a child, and it's just amazing the the power that a woman has to do that. And I also applaud all the amazing mothers who adopt. Sometimes there's challenges, and I've got some good friends who are adopting and are amazing parents because all there's kids on this earth that need amazing parents, and I'm just glad to see that those kids have the amazing moms that I have seen them get to raise them, and it's just it's an awesome, awesome, awesome thing. Yes, this is a dad's podcast, but I wanted to talk about moms today and how amazing moms are, and especially about my mom. So I, I've known my mom my entire life. It's amazing. She was like the first person I saw. Well, probably after the doctor, but you know, she has been there for me from day one. The, as you get older, it's amazing. The things you realize that your, your families do for you. And I am generalizing for people. I know some people have had rough lives, but I'm gonna not to make, not, not to brag, but I just, I just, I've been very blessed with parents that love me, parents that were there for me. And I had a, a mom who was there for me from day one. It was a decision that mom was going to stay at home with, with the two of us boys. And she was going to spend time with us because that was a, a priority in our family at the time. And it's not something we've done, we've done in our, our household, but it was just a, a different choice, different times too, as well. And I look back at the time we had together. Mom was there for all of my childhood times in the middle of nowhere, living in our trailer. One of my earliest memories was sitting with my parents, just sitting there, looking out the window and just enjoying nature, staring at a what we call a tomato spider in the in the window of the addition that dad had just completed building, but that they were there. She was there for me. We Money was tight growing up. There was not a a lot, and I never knew it. I never knew it because there was love. I heard a tale of them selling a cow to get me a present. I, I was never in need of anything. I didn't realize the struggle. I didn't realize the challenges they went through to take care of me. I didn't realize anything. I, my mom sewed my clothes. She took time to make my shorts up until mid to late middle school. All my shorts were made by my mom. Mom sewed my curtains and some of the curtains in my house that I live in currently now are made by mom. So it's kind of cool to have mom items. She she made things for us. We would do different things to 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 get money. We would work in the garden as a family to raise some crops that we would sell. Mom would be home with us in the summer and we would make items to put in the fair to get a couple extra fun bucks because, surprise, you get money for winning ribbons in the fair, which was a nice little treat for 
you know, little kids who colored pictures that were cute and would get a blue ribbon and a couple bucks they could um, spend in the store. But it was just a, a amazing growing up knowing that I was loved. Growing up knowing that there was God in that house. That was always a priority. We always would go to church. Mom would go. Mom would take us to church. We would, all four of us would go. Mom, Dad, my brother, and myself would all go to church together. But that was a priority. That was something that was important in life. There was love growing up. My parents supported me in everything I did, from theater. Uh, you might not notice it if you look at me. I ran cross country. I played tennis. Uh, they encouraged me through church. They led my church youth groups. They were just there for all of the events and so supported me. And it's amazing looking back how appreciative I am of that and seeing the example that was set for me of, of love. And even after all that work they put into me, after all that time, mom didn't go to work till I was a little older, I tried my best to blow it. I went to college and was pretty much a knucklehead. I didn't follow the path they taught me. I didn't stay on the straight and narrow. I was making choices that weren't the greatest. I've mentioned it before, but n nothing detrimentally that if I talked about, I'd spend years in prison. But I just wasn't being smart. I wasn't setting the Christ-like example that my parents and my mom had taught me growing up. I didn't listen to the teachings I was given. I didn't follow the example that was modeled for me to make choices. But still, mom was unwavering. When I, I went to two colleges, I started out in West Virginia. She was working nearby, and we would still meet for lunch. We would, she would treat me to a Chinese buffet. One of my greatest memories, I would drive up and just have lunch with her. Never once did she corner me about being a knucklehead. Never once did she condemn me for just not being the smartest. She just spent time with me. She just loved on me. She was just there for me. And then when I transferred to a another uh, a school closer to home, she actually happened to, her job moved to the other end of the, the valley as well, and we would have lunch again. And I still wasn't making good choices. But she just would take me out to lunch, would love me and just spend time with me and enjoy that time together. Years later, when I had that amazing, astounding moment that most of us do, that, yeah, our parents were right and we were boneheads, I asked her, I said, how did you all make it through the times in college and in my early 20s when you knew I wasn't being smart? And she said, they prayed. At that point, when I became an adult, that was all they could do. They had raised, they had taught me, she'd fed into me, told me about Jesus, told me about God. And I had to take what I had taught, what I had been taught, and use it in my life. Amazingly, a lot of that was still there. 
And a lot of it was why it was so easy to step back into the faith and want to come back and to have that desire. I I can remember many occasions where there was that voice in the back of my head telling me of choices I needed to make that were better. Some friendships faltered towards the end because of some discussions that were not Christ-like, and it, I, it reached breaking points in me. So there was still that burning fire of God in me, and I came back. Her prayers brought me back. The love brought me back. And I can imagine that th- a verse from Third John, chapter one, verse four, probably just set on there, set on her heart as she saw me come back to church, as she saw me leading groups, as she saw my my girlfriend at the time and my wife now help me get involved back in church and desire that relationship and eventually get baptized and raise our kids in the church to be where we are now to the point that I am doing this. And the verse says, I have no greater joy than this, to hear of my children walking in the truth. I know as a parent now that that's the ultimate joy that I have is seeing my kids. My daughter was baptized uh, three years ago. My son is getting ready to get baptized in a few weeks here. And to know that my kids walk in the truth is there is no greater joy. And I can't imagine the joy that my mom feels now. She often tells me that she sees something. She doesn't know what it is, but something with Christ in the second stage of my life. I don't know what it is either. It could just be something coming from the podcast. It could be something else. But she said she feels that, and I've learned i got to listen to my mom. Um, she, know, she knows better than me. So, Mom, I love you. Thank you for tolerating me. Thank you for praying for me. And thank you for setting that example. I think as dads, a lot of times, that's what we need to do is be like my mom love on me. A lot of times we're so quick to want to jump down our kids' throats. We want to tell them how exactly it is when they just need love at the time. All we can do is teach them. We can show them Christ's love. And we can correct them because that is part of the Bible. But we got to learn how to do it with love. I'm going to close with uh, one of the most popular some of the most popular verses in the Bible, but it resonates in me and it just makes me think about my mom's love for me and how she cares for me and just the phone calls that we have or the times that we chat just to, to catch up. First Corinthians chapter 13, verses four through seven. Love is patient. Love is kind. It isn't jealous. It doesn't brag. It isn't arrogant. It isn't rude. It doesn't seek its own advantage. It isn't irritable. It doesn't keep a record of complaints. It isn't happy with injustice, but it is happy with the truth. Love puts up with all things, trusts in all things, hopes for all things, endures all things. Again, it comes back to love. The love of God. Love of Christ. Love of your mother. Love of your father. Love as a father and the love of my wife.
Let's pray. Dear God, thank you for for love and prayer and for me personally having parents that were willing to feed into me and pray for me. Lord, I, I pray for those that might not have had that blessing that they know that you are there for them. Help us to be there for our kids, to feed into them, to pray for them, to pray with them, to share the word with them so that they know they are loved. They know there is a truth. They know and they know that we're going to goof, but that you will bring us back with open arms. Thank you for Mother's Day and help us to just appreciate that day no matter where our mom is, whether she's with you or she's with us or she's absent, that we can have that mother figure that we love on. Lord, thank you for your love and help us just to show it in this world. Make these prayers in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. I hope everybody has a wonderful week. And to all the mothers, happy Mother's Day. I love you, Mom. I love you, Mallory. And have a wonderful week. Thank you.